Quality sleep is essential, and that's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. So you can choose what's right for you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature. Quiets their snores. Sleep Number does that. Sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on Sleep Number limited edition smart beds for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Twelve Russians indicted as the special counsel spells out just how they tried to hack the U.S. election. So... What does this mean for Trump's now big sit-down with Vladimir Putin? And did Donald Trump just apologize to Theresa May? This is the State of America tonight. She is a uh, tremendous woman. Uh, I really look forward to meeting her. She is uh, the master of small talk. She will probably want to steer clear of politics. The president blasting Theresa May on her own turf. I actually told Theresa May how to do it, but she didn't. Agree with she didn't listen to me. This hit like a giant political explosion. The indictment charges 12 Russian military officers by name for conspiring to interfere with the 2016 presidential election. President Trump is scheduled to meet with Russian President Vladimir Putin on Monday in this major summit in Helsinki. Obviously, this is a big bombshell. Hello, I'm Kate Baldwin, live in New York to our viewers watching around the world. This is State of America tonight. Friday the 13th here in the United States is known as the pretty much the unluckiest day of the year. And it appears luck has just run out for a dozen Russian military intelligence officers. After the special counsel released an eye-popping indictment late this afternoon, here's the Deputy Attorney General, Rod Rosenstein. The indictment charges 12 Russian military officers by name for conspiring to interfere with the 2016 presidential election. Eleven of the defendants are charged with conspiring to hack into computers, steal documents, and release those documents with the intent to interfere in the election. One of those defendants and a 12th Russian military officer are charged with conspiring to infiltrate computers of organizations involved in administering elections including state boards of election, secretaries of state, and companies that supply software used to administer elections. All 12 are members of the GRU, Russian Military Intelligence, and the Justice Department says the hacking targeted Hillary Clinton's campaign, the Democrats' National Party, and the Democratic Congressional Campaign Committee, even, as he said, state boards of election and companies that developed election software. This case, as well as the Internet Research Agency, are essentially being transferred out of Mueller's team into the National Security Division of the Department of Justice. Mueller handed them step one of this in IRA, step two in hacking, and now I think DOJ is going to take this and run with it, and Mueller will focus on whether or not any Americans were knowingly involved in this. Also in this indictment, investigators found that the Russians communicated with someone in touch with the Trump campaign, journalists, and even a congressional candidate. Rosenstein was clear, though, to point out the following, that there is no allegation in this indictment that any American citizen committed a a crime. 
that there is no allegation in this indictment that Americans knew they were corresponding with Russians. There is no allegation in this indictment that the conspiracy impacted the, the election vote count. Does that mean this could be an, there could be an allegation in another indictment? We don't know. We only know this bombshell news, and it is just that, bombshell news. And Rosenstein says he informed the president of all of this earlier this week, but still the president had this to say about the Russia investigation today. They call it the rigged witch hunt. I think that really hurts our country and it really hurts our relationship with Russia. I think that we would have a chance to have a very good relationship with Russia and a very good chance, a very good relationship with President Putin. He still thinks it's a wish hunt, even though we're finally getting a forensic analysis of how they tried to hack into the election. And after all of this, he still thinks that he can have a good relationship with Russia. Here's the word from the president's attorney on all things Russia, Rudy Giuliani, tweeting after this indictment came down this. The indictments Rod Rosenstein announced are good news for all Americans. The Russians are nailed. No Americans are involved. Time for Mueller to end the, this pursuit and the, of the president and say President Trump is completely innocent. Well... Let's just be clear. That's not what Rosenstein said. I already laid out what he said above. Regardless, it's obvious most everyone will look at this news through their partisan lens, as you saw from Rudy Giuliani. And Rod Rosenstein did have something to say about that as well. It's important for us to avoid thinking politically as Republicans or Democrats and instead to think patriotically as Americans. Our response must not depend on which side was victimized. Free and fair elections are always hard fought and contentious. There will always be adversaries who seek to exacerbate our divisions and try to confuse, divide, and conquer us. So long as we are united in our commitment to the values enshrined in the Constitution, they will not succeed. But even before then, what does all of this now mean for the summit with, between Donald Trump and Vladimir Putin now just three days away? Democrats are calling on the president to cancel. No word from the White House there. But even before the indictments were announced, Democrats were raising red flags over a face-to-face with no other staff in the room between the two leaders. He gives the back of the hand to our closest allies and embraces uh, people like Putin. I'm seriously concerned about the things that he may agree to with Putin because he wants a relationship with Putin that goes far beyond a relationship with any of our allies. Rod Rosenstein says the timing of this announcement today had everything to do with kind of the timing of the grand jury and the legal process, not the president's travel schedule. But here's a former director of the CIA under President Obama. I think the timing of this was appropriate, given that Mr. Trump had announced previously that he was going to meet with Vladimir Putin. And so it was right for the Department of Justice to let Mr. Trump know that statements were coming down to give him the opportunity to decide to call off the meeting with Mr. Putin or, as was just said, to use it as further ammunition against Mr. Putin that the Russians clearly were involved in trying to interfere in our election. But again, the president knew these indictments were coming. But again, still seemed to suggest today that when he brings up Russian meddling with Putin, don't expect much. I know you'll ask, uh, will we be talking about meddling? And uh, I will absolutely bring that up. 
I don't think you'll have any, uh, gee, I did it, I did it, you got me. There won't be a Perry Mason here, I don't think, but you never know what happens, right? But I will absolutely, firmly ask the question. Uh, and hopefully we'll have a very good relationship with Russia. I, you know, I think having, and, and the Prime Minister would agree, if we have a good relationship with Russia. Is that possible? Having a good relationship with Russia? A former State Department official under President George W. Bush says, well, simply now, no. It would be great if Russia and the United States got along. I don't yeah. think anyone would disagree with that. It's the wrong question to ask, though. The right question to ask is, can the United States get along with Russia as long as Vladimir Putin is in power without sacrificing our values, our interests, and countries along Russia's borders? And the answer to that question, I think, is unfortunately no. So from dreams of a good relationship to the special relationship, the one between the United States and the United Kingdom. President Trump is now winding down his third day there. Tea with the Queen and a lot of pomp and circumstance just on the heels of nothing short of an awkward face-to-face with the British Prime Minister. Why so awkward? Well, this. I would have done it much differently. Uh, I actually told Theresa May how to do it, but she didn't agree with She didn't listen to me. If they do a deal like that, we'll be dealing with the uh, European Union instead of dealing with the UK. So it will probably kill the deal. with. If they do that, their trade deal with the U.S. Is, will probably not be made. President Trump offering up his unfiltered criticism of Theresa May and her handling of the most sensitive issue on her plate right now, Brexit. To be clear, that was an on-the-record and, as you can tell, a recorded interview of the president with the Sun newspaper, which is owned by Trump ally Rupert Murdoch. But if you listen to the president at, at the press conference hours later, you might have thought that wasn't him on that tape at all. I said very good things about her. I didn't think they put it in, but that's all right. They didn't put it in the headline. I wish they put that in the headline. That's one of those things. And she's a total professional because when I saw her this morning, I said, I want to apologize because I said such good things about you. She said, don't worry. It's only the press. I thought that was very, I thought that was very professional. I might add, uh, I might add, uh, well, that's, that's, that's called being, oh, don't worry. I've been, they've been doing it to me and I do it to them. But the breaking news that Donald Trump almost apologized aside, the Sun reporter who interviewed the president said, you really can't overstate the impact that that interview is having in the UK, calling it, a reporter calling it a gift-wrapped hand grenade. We're a bit obsessed with manners over on this side of the pond, as, as well you know, uh, and, it, and it's seen as a, a tad discourteous to uh, drop that uh, wrapped hand grenade uh, to your guest when your guest has gone out of their way to facilitate such a, such a great show for you. So where do things stand right now, then, between Trump and May? Well, here's the former British ambassador to the U.S. with a guess. In his press conference with Theresa May, he re-said in slightly more polite terms many of the things which he had said in that Sun interview. I think, nevertheless, that she will feel that the relationship was repaired. For the president, it appears all's well that ends well. I would give our relationship with the UK, I would say, the highest level of special. Now, am I allowed to go? Am I allowed to go higher than that? I'm not sure. <laughs> no, Mr. President, you are not. Because nothing could possibly top the highest level of special. There is nothing specialer. Coming up, despite knowing about these indictments of 12 Russian intelligence officers on charges of election hacking, Donald Trump said this week that Vladimir Putin is not an enemy, not a friend, not a foe, but a competitor. Really? 
panel weighs in next. The U.S. Justice Department has charged 12 Russian military officers with a, quote, sustained effort to hack hack Democrats' emails and computer networks during the 2016 election in announcing it, saying that the Russians were acting in their official capacities as intelligence agents. So if you thought the stakes couldn't get higher for President Trump's summit with Vladimir Putin, you may want to once again think again. The panel tonight, Bill Press, host of the Bill Press Show. Joe Pirelli is here, Republican New York City Councilman. Alice Stewart is a CNN political commentator, former communications director for Senator Ted Cruz. And Josh Rogan is here, a CNN political analyst and columnist for The Washington Post. All right, guys, this um, is eye-popping. First off, it is amazing to see, in my inability to understand this stuff, the detail and forensic analysis of how they trace back to these 12 Russians. Josh, your reaction to this? I totally agree. We've learned more than we ever knew about how the Russian military intelligence, GRU, operates and how they planned it, executed it, and spread all, stole the information, spread the information. Down to, like, what the email was, the phishing email was that they sent to John Podesta. And, and, and people will say, oh, well, we, we already knew all of this stuff. We didn't know all of this stuff. There's a lot of new stuff in this indictment, how they worked with... WikiLeaks, although they didn't name WikiLeaks, right. how they worked with an American close to the Trump campaign, Roger Stone, how they worked with an American journalist to coordinate timing of the release of hacked material, how they worked with a U.S. congressional candidate, still unnamed, to dig up dirt on his opponent during the election. This is shocking stuff. And while we had a lot of evidence that the Russians had done this, this is now incontrovertible evidence. And this is evidence that even the Trump administration, even the White House, perhaps even the president, w- will be hard-pressed to deny as proof, as much as we're ever going to get, that the Russian government, which could have only done this under the direct auspices of Vladimir Putin, hacked our election, spread the material, and did so in a way that was a direct attack on our democracy. Hard-pressed, sure. Hence why these initial statements coming out from the White House after this all came down, my jaw dropped, I have to say, Alice. The statement coming from the White House is the focus on the fact that there are no allegations that Americans knew they were corresponding with Russians, no allegations that Americans committed crimes, no allegations of there was conspiracy to change the vote. Um, They are focused, the White House, the White House statement on this focuses solely on what isn't in this indictment, not what is in this indictment. What's so wrong with that, in my view, is the fact that their response should have started out with, thank heaven, Good job uh, by those investigating. Thank you for uncovering Russian interference in our election. Thank you for calling this to our attention so we can make sure that this doesn't happen again. Instead, as you say, they're pointing out it's not about us. We, we had no involvement, no allegations to connect it to us. This is extremely serious. They can no longer say this is a witch hunt. The witches have been captured. And this is strong evidence. In my view, a lot of Democrats are calling for the president not to meet with Vladimir yeah. Putin. I think this is all the more reason that he should. We have overwhelming evidence that this happened. If he can take this well, to Vladimir Putin and say, stop, well, let's maybe not, any but other, he won't do well, that. But, right, but that's the thing, Alice. I, would, I think all of us would say any president, take this indictment and drop it in Vladimir Putin's lap and say, put that in your pipe and smoke it. Like, let, now right. let's talk. But That's the key, Alice, which is this does set the agenda for Helsinki before which there was no agenda for this Helsinki <laughs> meeting, right? right? Now he definitely has something to talk about. And I just wonder... How much is it going to take? We had the 17 U.S. intelligence agencies. We had the Senate Intelligence Committee. You had 13 Russians indicted before. 
Now you've got 10, 12 more with all of this detail. There is no doubt about what they were up to. The president, to this date, has yet to acknowledge that they did it and has yet to condemn it. And I'm going to say, I'm, I'm going to say, and wait, there's more because the Russians that were indicted before, they were, you know. People thought they worked with the Russian government. No, yeah, but These are is, Russians who work for the Russian government. I yeah. mean, I there is no statement about mention of Russia in the White House statement well, yet. The administration statement is the Department of Justice statement. They're one and the same. I mean, it, it is the administration I, coming I, up I, with those things. White House. I mean, you, White House. Do, do you want me, do you want me, to, do you want me to say that, that the FBI did a heck of a job here? Yeah, absolutely. And they deserve to be no, commended. No, I don't want you to say no, that. I'm the, here for the, the White House. The president should be saying that also. But the reason why the White House has come out so definitively with a statement pointing out what the Deputy Attorney General said, that no Americans were involved in colluding, was because for the last 580 whatever days, we have been talking not stopped wall-to-wall on most major TV networks and newspapers yeah. that the President of the United States colluded with Russians oh. to do this stuff. Now we have indictments of the people who people can now plainly see did this. They, they invaded uh, the DNC's yeah. privacy. They committed a crime. They committed a, you know, a, a, the investigation is still ongoing. So yeah. they, nothing in that indictment yeah, the, 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 the investigation the is still ongoing, but the Deputy Attorney General in the press release said there is no evidence to include that in anyone... This indictment, is this there's indictment. no in this indictment, that there would be anything more to come on any American You can't point to that and, they said that. and say I that. point to it. It was the last line. No, the, I, 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 think you can, I really think you can have two, these two separate thoughts. And I think the White House just needs to put on their big girl, boy and girl pants and just start realizing that just say, Russia, you did it, I and think, it's really bad. I think bad. Democrats have to put on big boy pants. I think Democrats have to put on big boy pants. Does anyone no, no, at this no, table no, no, see no. any evidence? Right. Do you have any evidence in everyone that you've talked to, Josh, that the our election systems are any safer for 2018 than they were for 2016? There are a lot of people of working hard on doing that, but it's clearly not enough, and they're clearly not ready for the next election, okay? And that is a partial That's result the of a lack of... There's no doubt it's happening right now in 2018. No doubt about it. what if Trump was just a useful idiot? What about the president? At the time, who was dismissive of these types of attacks? Don't, don't hand wrap a grenade and throw it on my table. The was Barack Obama who said, you know, you're oh, let's play the door. We'll be right back. We'll talk about Theresa May and Donald Trump as well. But we're going to start fighting about Barack Obama now. I didn't criticize uh, the prime minister. I have a lot of respect for the prime minister, and I said tremendous things. I said very good things about her, and she's a total professional, because when I saw her this morning, I said, I want to apologize, because I said such good things about you. We were still talking. Is that what Donald Trump is? That, is that what Donald Trump looks like clean, playing cleanup? I don't know. Trump claimed he had nothing but good things to say about Prime Minister Theresa May after the Sun newspaper published that brutal interview with him, complete with his own comments on tape. But he calls it fake news. Let's get back to it. I don't know who wants to who wants to start. How would you describe the relationship today? Uh, not not great. Look, uh, the bad thing about this is she rolled out the red carpet for him over there, and he yanked it out from underneath her. And while he's over there, it's like he's in the guest bathroom stealing the soap because she she couldn't have been I can't more gracious. Laugh. I've done it. Just she, she could have been more gracious. And then he's behind her back saying, "Oh, she wrecked Brexit." I gave her advice. She wouldn't take it. And then when he's uh, conf- confronted with it, he acts, acts like he didn't say it. And then he half-heartedly apologizes. I just think that's... Uh, he's got a lot more to do 
while he's over there in terms of building that relationship instead of doing these things so behind the scenes that tear it down. So did he or do nothing for yeah, he hurt the relationship, think? the personal relationship and the country-to-country relationship, but it's not the first time. He's been attacking May this whole time. He's been attacking Merkel. He just spent two days in at NATO attacking our is NATO. Is argument to be made, even if the personal relationship is... They, subpar. The institutional relationship is not injured at all. Uh, I, I don't think you can say it's not injured at all. Hopefully the institutional relationship will survive. And I think there are a lot of people working on that, including a lot of people on Trump's senior staff who know what he's doing is horrendous and can't stop him or won't stop him. You know, and, I, got, I got to say, I, I'm tired of making excuses for this guy. He's a bore. He's an embarrassment. He's a guy... It's the you know. I'm what sorry. When were you making excuses for it, Bill? No, wait, wait, wait. Well, <laughs> a lot of people. <laughs> are. Keep going. I'm sorry. Sort of keep say, going. Keep going. Oh, well, he's our president, and, and he, he straightens it out. Come on, he's like the you know what in the in the punch bowl. Okay, at at a, at a party. I'm not going to say it, but look, um, I'll tell you who I give credit to: Angela Merkel and and Theresa May both, who really handled this with class. He undermined them, he attacked them, and they basically took the high road and said, you know. We know we still have a good relationship, a relationship that's going to go on. But, I mean, come on. Just stay home or behave. Joe, what do you think, Joe? There's this consistent theme. Like, he enters he enters an event, like, blows it up or shakes well, it right. up at that's, least. That's and then when say. he gets face-to-face, it's like, we're besties. I was going to say, have you met this guy, Donald Trump, who has what? this bull-in-the-china-shop approach to just about everything he does, whether it's foreign policy or probably the soap in the Trump brand hotels. And to this point in his life, I mean, I think it's worked pretty well. I think to this point in his presidency, you know, look. How's it working? You know, I think it's working pretty well. Where? In foreign <laughs> policy. Yeah. Give me, where are we well, winning? Well, what are, you know, where are the foreign policies since we're talking about disruption? Since we're talking about Angela Merkel, I mean, the fact that we're playing footsie under the table with, with uh, Nord Stream 2 and they're buying gas There's off no of us. footsie under the table. No, where, where I think there is footsie under the table. Did he make any progress on any foreign policy issue ever since he came into office using this disruptive well, I think, approach? I think North Where? Korea is a, a better place what? than it was How's uh, last week. I think, really? I think China, so, you know, we had the conversation behind the meeting. What, what, has, what has happened to, to, in a, Where are to we improve winning? our relationship uh, with North Korea? What Alice, has North Korea agreed to since Alice, that summit? Uh, I think, Nothing. I, I think with a lot of things, as a Republican, I can say... Uh, in Trump, Trump's mind, the ends justify the means. And if he can get there, uh, we have to... Overlook the, the way, and we. Well, I think with yet. regard, with regard to on one it. small victory, I think we have made progress with regard to NATO. These countries are saying that they are going to contribute more money into that, and that is something the president has well, been wanting to do. But we judge success of them because they have they, nice pictures with bromances of David Cameron. They should pay more money. Everybody agrees to that. Donald Trump that. sold that point. Then Donald Trump, he could have taken a victory lap. Instead, he sticks his fingers in their eye and say, now pay 4%. Yeah, but right. not even think right. just right. say, I, I'm leaving us with one thought. And this is going back to the last panel. I never do this, but it is, it is sticking with me. With the White House not saying anything about Russia and the president still saying what he knows these indictments were coming down, that he's not, not friend. I don't know if he's foe. I know he's a competitor. How is this putting America first? I'm still waiting to see America being put first when it comes to this stuff. First, and I still, I just first. can't read the indictment. I'll tweet out the indictment. Read it. It's bananas. You should read it and tell me that you're cool with Russia after you read this. Okay? No collusion, Jeff. Just stop, you, you person. We know. This is day 540 of President Trump's administration. We love you, Joe. And it's also 116 days until the midterm elections. That's the state of America tonight. We'll see you back here. Favorite words next week. When you work, you work next level. When you play, you play next level. 
And when it's time to sleep, Sleep Number smart beds are designed to embrace your uniqueness, providing you with high-quality sleep every night. Sleep next level. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599. Save $300 for a limited time, only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Prices higher in Alaska and Hawaii. Quality sleep is essential, and that's why the Sleep Number smart bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. So you can choose what's right for you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature. Quiets their snores. Sleep Number does that. Sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on Sleep Number limited edition smart beds for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com.